Welcome to Being Experiential Podcasting. I'm Bethany Evans, and I'm here with my co-host, Erin Pruitt, and we are excited to talk about winter today and how you can use the winter energy to serve you. (laughs) I'm laughing because Bethany's catching me laughing because she goes, we are excited to talk about winter. (laughs) Is that what I sounded like? The winter energy. A little bit. Yeah, it was like. So excited. I'm your NPR voice is on. I don't think excited is allowed to be said on NPR. There it has no, I'm joking. Like we should (laughs) we should do an entire episode like that and see if we could keep it. You know I'm gonna like a really excited topic. No, it'd be like, so Aaron, um, what did you think about that? Uh that flew in. Yes. Bethany, I felt it to my bones. There's no way you'd be able to. No, I I think about us is the inflection that we have. (laughs) (laughs) We actually had to adjust the volume because yes, uh, Megan has told us. (laughs) Megan's like, oh, you do this. Hey, you do this. Hey, and we're like, ah, crap. Okay, we're working on it. Yes. Okay. I mean, we're learning. Yeah, totally. So we are talking about the winter this winter 2020 not the winter this winter uh is really packed full of transitional energy we have winter solstice we have saturn jupiter going conjunct which probably you guys are like oh my god what the hell does that mean um and we also are shifting okay and just so you know bethany just picked up her coffee mug that is twice the size of her face (laughs) Someone gave this to me, but look how it pretty is it is. Humongous. Is it I've got booze in it or is it coffee? I wish. It's I don't drink coffee anymore in the morning. Oh. I drink cacao. So I know cacao. I know why you don't drink <clears throat> coffee because if it was that size, that 29 it is ounce. Big. Look at it. It is. It's super big. I'd be like, oh my God, Aaron. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but it has moons and and the, I see the, that. Um, it's a transition. The moon. The moon phases and it has uh the astrological uh oh the sign the stars my god the stars like what are they called yeah. dear lord what are they called the um <laughs> yeah okay, constellations not- thank you all right thank yeah. yeah win for you <clears throat> okay right, so we're going to talk about transitional energy see how you can maximize the energy in your own life and we'll explain it then we're going to talk about different areas of your life about what is this transitional how would it impact relationships, career, parenting, <clears throat> and then stay tuned because in um, Intuitive Hits, today we're going to do something a little special. We're going to pull cards for all of you based on your um, astrological sign. So if you know your sun sign, listen for that. If you know your moon and your rising, listen for those because we'll pull a card and give a brief read for the entire year Um and how to really kind of ride the wave of this transitional energy. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm excited. Yeah. You're back. You're back yes, to that. I'm back. Okay. <laughs> I think it's because I don't know what's going on with my throat right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what is winter solstice? Winter solstice is when we fought. So it's happening on the 21st of this year, December 21st. It is when we move from fall 
to winter. So it's a seasonal shift. And inside of that, it actually is the darkest day of the year. Mm. And every day following it becomes lighter. There's more light added to the day. So what um, is said about it's going to be dark at four o'clock, four p.m. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Don't plan on like, you know, if you're going to see a sunset, it's already starting to get dark at four (laughs) 30. Right. Um, So the idea is when things get dark, it's getting quiet. You go in, right? When things get light, lots of times the energy is to go out. It's, you even see it with <clears throat> astrological signs of um, like sun, which is Leos usually have a bigger, like out there personality. Capricorns yeah. are more likely, I'm generalizing, but I'm kind of right, um, are <laughs> more behind right. the seats, <laughs> scenes. Right. So on the 21st, just be aware that we're shifting from that from the fall of 2020 and winter and winter is what is going to take us into the new year. Mm. So I am curious, Bethany, what does it mean for each of us to shift with the season? Like what's your hit on that? Well, I feel like it really is. I, what, I love this conversation because I always see like mother nature and just like nature in general as reflections of us and mm-hmm. the, the cycles and rhythms that we go through and that we can learn so much from that, right? Is like how to cope with change. Uh, because I think as humans, we do struggle a lot with change. Um, mm-hmm. Yet change is constant. Like that's, that is what the only constant in our life is change. Uh, <clears throat> things don't always stay the same, no matter how much you want them to. Um So to me, I feel I see it as that is like in its simplest form is how do we change, but also how do we realize, utilize the energy of each season to, to go inward and say, how is this showing up in my life? What can I take from this? So like with winter, it's a time to go inward, right? Because if we were, Mm -hmm. we live in California, if we lived in a, a state that actually had seasons, it would be getting a lot colder, you know, maybe snowing mm-hmm. or whatever it is. We wouldn't be able to go outside. Right. I feel like the weather, like when you're snowed in, right. And you can't mm-hmm. go outside, you have no choice, but to sit and be with yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's teaching you how to, to do that to, um, cause I feel like with winter, it's about darkness. Like you said, it's, it's, it gets darker and you're going inward and seeing basically it's like hibernation, right? If you think about bears or, you know, like you want to hibernate, shedding, Shedding. also um, like, you know, we put on weight during the holidays because we don't move as much because it's colder. We don't want to be outside. Right. We don't want to be working out Mm -hmm. and stuff. And we want to just stay in bed and be cozy. And so we also eat more, but it's really about, um, story. Sorry. I know my throat's like, fucked up this morning sorry guys um drink from your mega cup i know huh um what is cacao wait what did you say you're drinking it's cacao yeah so it's the what chocolate's made from yeah it but it's the pure form of of what chocolate's made from so So you're having like a healthy hot chocolate yeah okay basically in my head i was like i know what cacao is but i don't understand why you're drinking it yeah it's like like, you know Marissa with <clears throat> integrity cacao, you know, <laughs> sorry. Um, that's what she makes it from it, but it's like, it's a, it's a literal and energetic heart opener. It actually opens up the valves in your heart. Um, oh. so it is really beneficial in like, uh, nutritional ways. Oh, so that's so the only you, thing I can say. You heard I, it from the Bethany cacao, <laughs> the Bethany, <laughs> the Bethany, the Bethany. Well, the, the real Bethany Evans, just like, 
<laughs> the real Erin Pruitt. I know. Um, I stole that from a couple of actresses whose I've names were already taken on Instagram. And I was like, you know, what if I'm just the real Erin Pruitt mm-hmm. instead of official? And people were, and I don't know how the hell official my sounds a little weirder. Marketing person agreed with me, but they're like, sure. And I was like, yeah. all right. No, I like it. Okay, um, I like to also make fun of you for it, but um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember should. what I was saying. Yeah. Oh, I was just talking about restoring. So what, during hibernation, you're restoring your energy. And I think that is a lot of what uh, winter is about too, is um, mm-hmm. figuring out where you want to like, and, and going into the new year is like reflecting on how do I want this year to go? Right. What do I need to shed looking at the mm-hmm. past year? What did I learn? What am I going to take with me? And what am I not going to take with me? And then kind of setting intentions from that space so that when you wake up again from your hibernation, you're able to then put into action uh, the stuff that you reflected on during. The winter. The winter. Yeah. Winter. Winter. Talking about winter. Okay. You didn't get it. (laughs) (laughs) So what, there's a crazy big, big date happening on the 21st. So not only is the 21st, the first day of winter, um it is so it's winter solstice it is also when jupiter and saturn go are conjunct and what that means is it is jupiter and saturn move are moving from the capricorn energy into sagittarius sorry not sagittarius we're in sagittarius season into aquarius and what that really means Mm -hmm. ultimately i know (laughs) we're having a total energy shift from the Capricorn energy of doing it right and being impeccable. There's a hierarchy um, to Capricorns. There is a, a, yeah, no bullshit, but also like stay in your place. Kind of like I have it, like sometimes they can be a little militaristic in their sense of Mm. seeing the world. Like you're general, you could talk, you're private, shut the fuck up. Mm. Um, <laughs> you haven't earned your stripes. So yeah. there's a little rigidity at times with Capricorns, but there's also tons of structure and opportunity to learn. Yeah. However, we're moving into Aquarius and that has what I, uh, the cool new aspects of Aquarius in this conjunct that we're heading into um, that is a major shift is big on, and Bethany's an Aquarius <laughs> is- Big on communication, mm-hmm. um, uh, transformation. Mm-hmm. They, are, I call Aquariuses. They are the um, philosopher humanitarians. Yeah. And one of the biggest things Aquariuses desire is a world that works for everyone. Mm-hmm. Is really being humanitarian first, and then <laughs> it's about it's. So it's like you can have what you want, but let's also let it resonate and and make everyone better. Let's share information. Yes. Um, there, and there's a lot more sense of humor with an Aquarius oftentimes <laughs> than a Capricorn. Mm-hmm. And if my sister's listening, I love you, Teresa. She is a Capricorn through and through. They don't screw around. Like I just worked out <laughs> this morning and I was surrounded by Virgos and Capricorn traders. Like there oh, is God. what you want to be. Like, I want to have a Capricorn next to me going, no, you're not lifting right. No, you do. Thanks protecting my body. But when it comes to having that energy of doing it right or wrong all the time, my little Libra is like, ah, Mm -hmm. let's loosen up a little bit. Calm (laughs) down. Totally. So we are heading in. (laughs) Take that stick out of your ass. It's okay. Like, (laughs) like, oh, can I just, you know, 
cheat a little or right. whatever. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> we are, it's, it is a major transition. The other last thing I want to point out is it is um, Aquarius energy where a Capricorn has a very clear dotted line. Like you go to A, B, C. An Aquarius goes, wait, why would I go A, B, C? Can we just jump to G? Mm-hmm. It, like, oh my God, it's, it's so true. It bounces. It's like watching a bouncy ball. It's like if I threw a bowling ball, it's going to move a lot more consistently in one direction. <laughs> if I bounced a bouncy ball, like, bing, 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 bing. That's an Aquarius energy. So for yeah. those of you who like that structure, you're probably going to get a little like <laughs> rally around this. Like for God's sakes, people, can we not keep structure and stability and consistency? No. Nope. For people that have been waiting for a little bit more loosey goosey, think outside the box. <laughs> this is your, this is, yeah, this is super yummy energy for <clears throat> that. So we're having like really unprecedented. And this is like where we're shifting and um, it could be up to 20 years of the Aquarius energy. So like, this is wow. like major, major shift. Well, that's what I heard though, is like, is it, I thought it was this year that we were doing the eight, we're starting the age of Aquarius, right? Yes, and it is this year. Okay. Yeah, this year. Okay. But for, for some reason, I thought it was like the beginning of the year, but so I guess it's now. It starts, Um. yeah, it, it starts, there's beginning, we're at like, okay. So to, uh, so prior to the 21st, there's, <clears throat> um, it is, just so you know, astrology has all these degrees, like zero degree, one degree. Mm-hmm. So it's just beginning. It's kind of like saying, I'm going to, like you are planning on going on a trip. You paid money. So you're probably going, assuming COVID was not happening. So you're probably <laughs> going, but you're not on the trip. So right now okay. we have paid the money, yeah. we've planned it. You and I are going on this trip, mm-hmm. but really not until the 21st <clears throat> and then the following weeks do we start like driving to the airport, okay. getting on the plane gotcha. and then into the new year, we're like on the trip. Right. And it does feel time. like we've been held back in a sense to me, yes. at least like I can feel it. And I'm like, Oh sh- shit's going to start to move forward. Right. And then you think it does. And then it's like, no, nope, er, like, Nope, yeah. that's not happening yet. So that makes sense because I have been noticing that. And in all other people's lives too, they've been telling me just like shit has been like completely turned upside down. Like I thought I was doing this thing and then it didn't happen, yeah. you know? <clears throat> and that's the beauty I think of, um, one thing I think that Capricorn energy is really incredible. They do work that they, they, what drives them is a little bit different. Like they want to do well. They want to, they have to work with people that are impeccable at what they do. Yeah. So if they're an artist, they want to be with the best yeah, who yeah. they deem as the best. Um, an Aquarius. So if like you walked into a room of artists and you would see a Capricorn scanning and going, Oh, I'm following her going over because they feel like they do it with the most integrity, the precision, whatever they're looking for. Right. And that's unique to each individual, but an Aquarius would be like, I'm just going to bounce around and take that idea and just reform it and do this, which a Capricorn would be like, are you freaking doing it wrong? Like seriously? That's not right. Yeah. (laughs) Like, uh, and so there's Aquarius is a lot more messy. So imagine this year we're going into in 2021 is going to probably be a little bit more messy and not always clear what's next. But the cool thing is being out thinking outside the box. You got COVID. Yeah. Like the vaccines slowly coming out. Right. I can imagine the energy is going to pull and then people are going to be like, oh my gosh, they're going to vaccine this way. Oh, they're going to do this. Like they're going to do things that are not, you almost can predict. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be conventional. Totally. Which <clears throat> is 
something what I appreciate about that is that it has an element and I'm an air sign. So I like this shit. So you could see that I have an attraction towards unconventional. Oh yeah. Um, is, uh, <clears throat> that it, um, it doesn't assume we're doing it right. There's like better ways to do things that, and also when you put in that humanitarian that serve more people. Yeah. And I think we're heading into an energy of like, uh, this family shouldn't suffer. So this family can gain, like there's a yeah. way that we all can win. We just right. have to be creative, be heart centered and take no bullshit. Aquariuses though, do you guys do talk in ways? Like I always say, like if there was a fire, and Bethany and I were going to give directions. I was saying, all right, I'll take the upstairs. You take the downstairs. I would say, hey, okay, everyone. Okay, okay, get in a line. Stay yes, calm. There's, a, there's, there's a concern. <laughs> Absolutely, there's an issue, but let's just get down. Don't worry about it. Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> we're going to do this. Da, da, da. Good job. Can you help them? Da, da. And that, I'm going to get them out the door if I do. Bethany taking the other side of the house would go, motherfuckers, get the hell get the out. Fuck there's out. a fire. <laughs> Run! Don't hurt your neighbor. <laughs> it would be totally like that. So there's the energy of like speaking the truth, whether yeah. it people like it or not. I mean, and yeah. honesty. There's an yes. honesty in Aquarius's that I don't even think you know how not to be honest. I think you guys are just it's like, true. Yeah, I that sucks. Yeah, that was stupid. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you're stupid. Don't ask me if you don't want to know what I think. Right, like, exactly. And Which there's is, not emotion attached to it. Yes, it's like we're just objective. Okay. We can yes. see things from the higher perspective and we're just like, wow, that was a stupid decision, but <laughs> look where it got you. What are you going to do now? <laughs> and, but the cool thing is they also, because air signs can be emotionally detached sometimes, yeah. they can also do it to themselves. Like you'll say oh, yeah. to me, that was stupid. But then if you did the same thing or something similar, you'd be like, I just made the dumbest mistake. Da, da, yeah. da. Like you wouldn't it's like, care. that was really stupid. Yeah. So if hopefully that helps everyone to kind of see what we're diving into this new energy that's going to be um become more and more pronounced as we go as we move out of 2020 and then yeah. definitely as we go into 2021 yeah and i i love what you said and so like the word freedom comes up a lot for me mm. is like that's what i always strive for in my life is freedom to feel like i can do things how i want which is that aquarius energy and i think that is like when you talk about the bouncy ball it's like we don't want to have to go in a straight line we want the freedom to go here and then there and then back and then like choose which direction we want and then also individualism like um like with what you're talking about the example of of how each person or each family needs something different is like that's what definitely what mm -hmm. i believe is like when i work with a client like i don't have this like one size fits all way of working with somebody it's like i feel into whatever works for that person and it, they're going to create something for themselves anyway. And I feel like that is also what's missing in like our education system, which is why I struggle in it so much is like, <laughs> we think that everyone needs to do the same thing, you know, uh, all the time, the same way. And that's just not realistic yeah. anymore, you know, anymore. Maybe it worked before in the past, but not, that's not what we're moving into. And, so, well, and that's, and that's what sometimes when you invent something, right. You, um, now I'm talking like you, right? Right. Uh, oh my God. What if in 2021, I'm going to just sound like you. I'm like, everything you're like, right. Right. Well, what? <laughs> right. Do you not like that? I do that. <laughs> no, I, um, I have had trainers who I te I would tease really good trainers. It's actually an indicator of like, for me, it's like, oh, really wise people would be like, da, da, da. Right. And I laugh because I go, you're trying to get me to agree. Yeah. 
like and then I, she I, could get yeah. to the next point and i'm like no not right not right like my little you know my oh, little you just oppositional would, defiant is right like, i was gonna say you just like to be right sometimes <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that sometimes I'll give it to you. I'll just be like, okay, that's fine, Erin. Go ahead. <laughs> Bethany. Okay, sometimes I'll give it to you because that just is is I will rise above and no. give to the masses. Well, because I, I think I recognize when like if I'm like going back and forth with somebody, I'm like, okay, we're both just wanting to be right, you know. So like, does it really matter? Is this an issue where I feel like I need to keep going and say, yes, I'm the one who's right, or is it also I think we both have Taurus rising. So <laughs> We're both stubborn assholes sometimes. To- totally. It's like, uh... <laughs> so we're like buttheads, but we're nice about it. That's also early. Cause I, well, I have a Libra moon and she's got a Libra sun. A su- so yeah, sun. we're like Pisces moon. You so okay. So you have a Pisces. I do a ball sack energy of like, yeah. <laughs> I love Pisces, but there's like a, oh, like, yeah. Oh yeah. My son. Yeah. Kingston is a Pisces rising. So I okay. I've had to like, be like, woo. Often. You got really yeah. emotional there, didn't you? <laughs> totally. I'm like, as an Aquarius, I'm like, all right, let's, uh, let's move this along. <laughs> you had your big feeling. Oh, I right. said, you, oh, that yeah. sounds terrible. I like, witnessed I, it. Can we move? Yeah. Right. Exactly. No, it's so That's I, just yeah. Who I am. I, Anyways, I think that there's something um, when you look at, so just everyone, we're going to talk about different areas. of transitional like how do you shift Mm -hmm. um in this space because some of it i think is there's um it is not to to throw it's not throw away the what the baby with the bathwater. it's not throw away some things that really work well or that have workability but is to question is it workable because how Mm -hmm. many times have all of us been in a conversation that this is very um (laughs) old energy where it's like well this is what we do this yeah. is why we, this is what we do. This yeah. is what we've been doing for so many years. And I'm like, there's mm. no room to like consider that maybe we can well, do it a different way. And or- that's, but that's the, the why is inherent in the yeah. answer. This is yeah. what we do. It's like, right. I don't need to explain anymore. And rather than questioning. Yeah. The, <laughs> why do we do it this way? And does it even work? Is it have right. workability? And I think that's something a Capricorn would have the energy of, um, here's the structure. Structure is important and we need to keep it. We need to honor it because it was passed yeah. down by someone who is brilliant. Yes. And Aquarius goes, I don't care if this person is freaking, you know, Jesus walking yeah. on water. Yeah. It, let's look around and see if it's working for everyone. Exactly. And if it's yeah. not, I want to shake shit up because I'm not okay with that. Right. Well, and that goes into like how people deal with completing things, right? Because mm-hmm. before you transition to something, you have to complete the thing that you're in. And I think, mm-hmm. and this is also, I want to just preface this by saying the black or white, this or that is a very, uh, it, that happens when you're a child. Like it's before, like, you know, it's like when you're a kid and you're like, that person's not my friend anymore because we got in a fight, right? It's like automatically because we got in a fight, they're not my friend anymore, right? And mm-hmm. it's the black or white type thinking. That's a, that's a, a childlike way of, thinking she don't just <laughs> jump cat. behind and i'm um, gonna have to get him off because this that has your grandparents altar thing on it it is but he it's a, it's a very unstable so um bethany has a kitty cat who <laughs> energetically i can't i feel like an aries if you, if cheeto was something cheeto's like i yeah. got this figured out he's I'm an independent i know what i'm doing yeah yeah my oh, dog yeah. is probably a Pisces. <laughs> How are you feeling today? Let me love you. Yeah. 
Like, it's all okay. It'll work out. Oh, yeah. So anyways, I don't know. What was I saying? God, Cheeto. Thank you, You were Cheeto. saying how amazing I was. I, think. I know. I think that's what you're talking Aaron about. Erin is the best. <laughs> she's a, no. she's a, she is a stronger psychic than I am. That's for sure. We've got the pictures <laughs> to prove it. That <laughs> was funny. Well, we did that aura. We'll which talk we're, about that. We'll have someone on and we did our auras. It was very funny. We that was when like, I was like, where's your face? Where even are you? I was like, was this funny. is not good. Just tell me what's wrong with me. Like, no, tell like, me. And she was like. Well, so <laughs> stay yeah, tuned well, when we have yeah. Miss Bonnie on. But no. okay, so you were saying something about old structures, black and white thinking. Oh, yeah. So I was going to say, I was prefacing that by saying that that's a more childlike way of thinking. So if somebody's displaying that, to me, that indicates that they are, there's healing to be done and that they're kind of stuck in a childhood wound or, mm. you know, like they, they didn't really necessarily evolve past that mm. emotional age. Um, uh, so what I've noticed, and even with me included, cause I've had to do some healing work around this too, is like, I'll be like, like, for example, I'm leaving a job that I've been with for five years. Also, uh, leaving a, a career field that I've been with for like over a decade. So it's easy to be like, fuck you, peace out. Like this sucked. And I'm going to look at all the negative things and not take any of the good things that it also gave me. Right. So it's being mm. able to, to have both at the same time. So like, like to honor, be like, okay, some of these things, like I, I, I acknowledge that some of these things, which is why I'm leaving are not, it doesn't seem like it's workable, right? It, mm. it, it's not going yeah. to serve me. It doesn't work for me anymore, but however, then also being able to look at the other side and say, but look at all the things that I gained from it too. And that's like completing powerfully and um, in an empowered way, rather than disempowered, where you're just like, fuck Capricorn, like this season sucked or this year sucked, right? It's like, and we see so many people saying that like 2020, like whatever. And then there are some people who are like, 2020 was like the best year of my life because it, you know, so it's all about perspective. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I've noticed the theme is how can I look at both, right? Like I need to acknowledge that, yes, there are some things that don't work, that didn't work that are on its way out. And I have to, whether it's grieving it or letting it go, like making, coming to peace with it, you know, making peace with it, but then also realizing that you're seeing the contrast of like, this didn't work. Mm -hmm. So now I get to see what does work and I get to move forward in a more empowered way because I know I can take that energy with me. Right. And that's where I feel like sometimes people struggle with completion. You know, we see it with people who don't want to leave jobs or people who don't want to leave relationships. Um, or friendships, or even, you know, Mm -hmm. like family members, if they have relationships with family members that, that are not healthy for them and it's toxic, you know what I'm saying? Um, people have a hard time completing things sometimes. And, and it's, whether it's a fear of ending it's, I think it's a fear of both. It's a fear of ending something. And then also a fear of the unknown, right. A fear of doing something new, um, yes, for whatever reason. Uh, and that's what I think what we're seeing you know totally and and i think there's some little bit of it's fear of the unknown but it's also i think it's vulnerable to try something different to explore and so each one of you listening and i think bethany and i too is i think we i think we should be really i mean we're always transparent to be to to continue the transparent um approach is i think bethany and i do embrace change at a very high level compared to the average human. Yes. Um, which is, a, I want to acknowledge, it has beautiful things. I think it serves our career, but I think it is a pain in the ass to be in relationships with us. And oh, we totally. know, like, 
it is, can you imagine being with someone who is, um, uh, someone who constantly is like, like a trainer, right? Like, let's say you're like, yeah. I want to have my chocolate bar. And like, no, you're in it to win it. Let's go. We said <laughs> this. And I think on a spiritual self-development, um, that's where I do. I'm like, oh, there's a better way of doing this. And I can tell people are like, time out, Aaron. Like right. you are just, Woo, you know, well, it's like we've, and we've talked about this and this came up already, like within the last couple of weeks for us is you have to learn how to meet people where they're at. So it's like, you may be a yes. little bit more ahead or you've been doing it a little bit longer and you're used to moving quickly, but that's not going to serve you in being a teacher or a coach or a healer. If you can't meet somebody where they're at in order to help them get to where you are, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and so it's it, like, they're sometimes, cause I fall into that too, where I get impatient with people. I was mm-hmm. just like, Ugh, why don't they understand it? Or fuck, can you just hurry up? Like, you know, like I'm already there. Why can't you get there? But that's yeah. arrogant. And that's not, um, again, if you're trying to make a business around it, it's, yes. or even have relationships with people, people aren't going to like you. They're gonna be like, what a fucking bitch, you know? Like, yes. <laughs> and I tell my son that too. Cause like, and I, I get that it's a reflection of maybe how I am too with him. Sometimes it's like, I get Sometimes I have a hard time with how maybe slow he's learning something or processing something just depends on where I'm at. But he does the same thing to like kids who like, he's, you know, he is pretty wise and he's a little bit smarter. He's also an only child. So he gets a lot of one-on-one attention, but kids who he feels like are not at his level, right. Mm -hmm. He'll be impatient with them. And I have to teach him like, and coach him like, it's okay. Like that you feel that way, but you can't say that to them. You can't, (laughs) you find a way to be nice to them. Right. And so like, that's such an Aquarius thing you just gotta find a way I don't I can't tell you like <laughs> like I give him examples <laughs> he doesn't seem you- to like them so I'm like find your own way then I don't know <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's jump in and share what do you think um if we were to apply this this transition right if we were to use the energy of winter of going in because there is still an energy, I think for weeks of shedding, letting go. I feel like 2020 was a come back to the basics, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's like having a job where you were like doing all these things and you weren't doing them well. And then your boss is like, listen, this is what you're paid to (laughs) right here. This come back to the basics, learn how to do this again. Yeah. Get good at this before you start doing more complicated things adding to it it's kind of like you know cooking like go back to the basics learn how to make a basic broth before you start making simple yeah which I think is a gift in many ways it's not an easy gift but that's where I felt like we were kind of this year you felt a little stuck you felt like you weren't running forward but winter has that energy of it too like okay Mm -hmm. go in go slower you're um, still hibernating, you're still letting go. And then we look at like, there's also a change in energy from the Capricorn energy to the Aquarius. Um, and just so you guys know, like Saturn is like the thinker. It is the communicator. Mm. It has a little bit of a heavier energy. It rules Sa- It rules um, Gemini and Scorpio. Oh, okay. Jupiter. Both intense. I- en- it's just signs, by the way, they can be, both can be very intense. I'm dating a Gemini. <laughs> I that guy. Yes. <laughs> and righteous. Yes. And oh my very god. Very good. Totally. Like, I'm right. And I'm right about being right. And I'll <laughs> tell you why. For different reasons. Scorpio is like it's an intuitive kind of sensing. 
Gemini, it's a like an argument in their head. They're like, yes. oh, I here, right, let me explain this to you. Yeah, silly let me person. explain why you're wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so when uh, so when we look at all these energy, oh, and Jupiter rules uh, Sagittarius, which mm. is usually um, luck, yeah, moving forward, fortune, money. So find out where your how, like where what ju- what yeah. house Jupiter rules, because you'd be like, oh, it's in my love life or, oh, it's in my household. Cause it's usually about expansion. Mm-hmm. And for our air signs, Bethany and I, we just love us uh, some expansion. Oh yeah, totally. Okay. So Bethany, when we look at different areas of our lives that are important to us, um, what do you, I'm laughing cause I just lost my little, um, <laughs> notes. Can you tell? Yeah. I, no, um, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know what goes on in her head, what she's looking at. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I'm looking down. Sometimes it's my daughter like, mom. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Um, I can multitask not really well, but I can barely get away with it. Um, so work, how would you yeah. use this energy of both the solstice and the shifting, um, to address work? So, I mean, there are some people who I want to acknowledge that there are some people who are really struggling with work, like because they have maybe have small businesses or restaurants or things that are struggling this year. Um, So it, it, I want to acknowledge how this can be a difficult conversation with work right now Mm -hmm. um, for some people. And not everyone is as fortunate to be thriving right in, in this year um, with all the shutdowns and stuff. But, um, but I think it's like, if you're, if that's happening, I think it's like taking everything that's happening in work as a reflection of like what needs to shift, like, and, and really get, be honest with yourself. Right. So it's like, maybe say you keep having a, a, a run in with your boss or like, you're, you're really struggling with like connecting with them. It's like, I would first say, and, and Aaron helped me with this too, is like when I was, you know, thinking about transitioning out of my job is like, go and see if you can, can work with them, right? See if you can propose like, um, this is what I'd like out of the job, or this is what I feel like I could bring to it. You know, is there any way that we can do this and this, right? So it's, it's about negotiating or, or not just leaving it completely. Like I had already talked about and saying, peace out. It's like, how can I maybe talk about what's not working right with whoever it is? And whether it's just a relationship or your boss or, or yourself, if you're on your own boss, like really be honest with yourself and look at what's not working and, um, what, what do I need to completely let go of? Like, do I need to have a new strategy? Do I need to create a new position for myself? You know, if that's possible, do I need to ask for a raise? Do I need to, you know, if it's possible, all these little things, like you need to get really clear about where the, where you're not in alignment and then figure out what would feel best for you to get back into alignment. So sometimes that's leaving a job. Sometimes it's asking for more money or asking to have less have less responsibility because you feel like you're doing too much for how you're getting paid. Um, yeah. And and basically advocating for yourself um, and realizing you don't have to just sink into this like I guess this just is how it is, right? It's like that's yeah. not what this is about. It's about the truth isn't the truth. Like right. the way you see it, your perspective isn't exactly. necessarily the way it is or has to be. Right. Exactly. And that's where having conversations with people about it, with your boss or whoever, like maybe people you're on a team with, if maybe you're struggling with some people, like being transparent and saying, Hey, this is how I feel and owning it, that this is how you're feeling, right? Not trying to like blame people, but I'm not sure what's happening or maybe we can change this. And then opening the conversation, like, how are you feeling about it? What do you feel like maybe needs to change? Because 
maybe these people have other things too, but they're too afraid to say something because, you know, they don't want to mess up the status quo. Um, so it's quite possible that what you're feeling is what everyone else is feeling, but maybe you're just the one who needs to bring it to everyone's attention. So don't be afraid to have those difficult conversations because I feel like this year is like the now or never, like you're going to address what doesn't work and where things are out of alignment this year, or it's going to get taken from your life, or it's going to, something's going to happen that's out of your control unless you actually take the steps to do something. So, and I think people don't realize that when you're feeling off or disconnected, or there's something you want to tweak or massively change, whatever in between people pick up on that, you know, both you and I've been bosses, you Mm -hmm. know, when a staff is not satisfied or when they're not bringing their best or when they're not put in a role that um, allows them to really maximize their skills. And so I think as it's so surprising, I think how there's straight talk is the invitation, Mm -hmm. more straight talk about where you are, how you're feeling, and then giving the other person or people space to do the same. Right. And I was just thinking about if you're not, maybe you are the boss, right. Of, of a company and you have people underneath you. It's like being really honest with yourself and saying, are these people in positions that utilize their strengths? Are Mm -hmm. they excelling in what they do or are they struggling? Right. And I think that's an indication for where you're like, well, maybe I'm not giving them the right type of work that they need, you know, and maybe just like having those conversations with them be like, Hey, are you happy with what you're doing? You know? And, and maybe even being honest, like, I kind of see you struggling in this area. Like, how can I support you? Like, and just owning it. Right. It doesn't need to be like a, a negative thing or like be ashamed of owning the fact that maybe you fucked up or you had an oversight Mm -hmm. or, you know, something like Mm -hmm. that. And I think that's also what people struggle with is, feeling ashamed, like, oh, I messed up or I failed or, you know what, but it doesn't need to be like that, you know? Totally. And then we kind of shift to romantic relationships. This is all you. Cause I ain't got one. <laughs> <laughs> but let's, let's talk about dating too. Like, okay. Potential. Yeah. So for me, what I notice, um, I'm going to own, I, I think that's what I love about Bethany and I is that we'll own our own world. And then we also share what we see in the energy. Yeah. And we also share what we see with our clients. So personally for me, I know Carl and I've had some big conversations. Really it's, I'm having some big, like, Hey, I don't know if these things are working and mm-hmm. where is the breaking point for me? And where is your ability to move? And like I said earlier, you know, I'm not an easy person to be in a relationship. <laughs> I really am going for, yeah. I want to thrive. Like I don't want to survive. I want to thrive. Yeah. And that is a lot of change. And that is a lot of conversation. So when we look at that, I think when you get a chance to look at your relationship, I just, um, is to not be, is to, even though you have the fear is to move any day. Like I pulled a card that said, just do something. Just choose something, do something, movement well serve. Like it'll move you towards your dreams. Doing yeah. nothing, being stagnant mm-hmm. is not. And I think you said that earlier too. It's like, so in your relationships, where is it stagnant? Because mm-hmm. stagnant water ends up creating like- Toxicity. Like exactly. it literally creates like uh, really bad stuff for your health. <laughs> yeah, you can't drink it, right? You can't like, drink it. You shouldn't be touching it. Yeah. And Don't so- play in it. <laughs> So the, the, the invitation, the, the need is to move it. So when you look at your own romantic relationship, where is it stagnant or where is it leaning towards that? Mm -hmm. That doesn't serve. And 
having those conversations, what I find is what I've been really coaching my clients in the recent weeks is to, Hey, you know, no one's perfect clearly, but where can you own responsibility? Even though let's say like, well, you know, I was talking to someone, a client who said, well, he is like really aggressive and yells and I said, okay, Mm -hmm. but also own, did you say that was okay? And now it's not. She's like, yes. Like, great. So you could own that saying, Hey, I've been really quiet about this. Yeah. And I haven't said anything, but how this impacts me is it makes me retract from you. It makes me not share my feelings. Yeah. I don't want to poke the bear. And when you can own what, where you participated or your lack of participation, yes, actually encourage the behavior you're, um, <clears throat> taking you're basically leaning into a real responsible conversation about like here's what I am here's what I've allowed or didn't allow or here's what I've struggled with here's what I need and trusting the relationship and I think that's the biggest part the invitation is to trust that if you speak your truth they'll speak theirs and there could be movement it doesn't mean you know that your relationship is gonna go forth and you know, do great. It might be the ending of a relationship, Yeah, but I do feel that honest conversations are being asked of us right now. And it's like having sand in your shoe. It's, it's going to create a blister, Mm -hmm. which if you don't attend to that is going to get bigger and bigger until you have like this bigger issue, because there was a little bit of sand rubbing you and you didn't address when it was little. And so now it's a big motherfucker. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> yes. like the elephant in the room. Totally. Yeah. And I'd say it's even, it's a little bit more difficult to have on, well, maybe so. I don't know. Sometimes it is, I guess not. It depends on who you are to have very honest conversations with people when you're dating. So you're like just starting to meet them and it's like, you don't want to give away too much too soon. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but I guess if the people who like can't handle you being really honest are not obviously not the people you're going to want to date. Um, but it is an interesting process <laughs> to be really honest. Cause then you also have to look at, am I being too picky? Right. Am I, am I just like, but I also don't want to settle. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you get yeah. caught in between that, those two and things. I, and I've seen the, well, I'm so, you know, me, I'm a big believer in honesty. And I think the energy yeah. is going to keep asking for that. Yeah. So it's just, who are you? You can say, look, I, I'm going to share who I am, but I'm a softer share. I'm a slower share. I'm a quieter speaker. I'm not this like bold, honest, like, yeah. but you're still, um, you're still speaking your truth. It just might be in different ways than the person you're on a date with. Yeah. But I think the more you share your, that the quicker immediately being yourself. Yeah is fair because I feel like it lies to one. It's lying to the other person. If you're withholding who you are. Totally. Then you're not sharing. Then they can't actually screen you for what you're presenting them. Yeah. And I think people sense when you're not telling the truth, but yeah. there is some things like, I believe like what Brene Brown says, who's a doctorate, a researcher in um, uh, psychology, especially in social work. She mm-hmm. studies shame. And she says to there's some things that, that we don't share with everyone. Like you have yeah. to earn the right to know that information. Right. And I don't think you're on your first date and you're like, well, you know, I was raped at 18. <laughs> right. Right. But you could say <laughs> there's stuff in my past that yeah. makes me slow, cautious with 
right. uh, someone or, or I have, um, um, or I am a little skittish because yeah. of some of the things and, and you wait for someone to earn that trust, but you can yeah. still speak to something to let them know who you are and how you're going to do this process. And totally. So they can say, yeah, I like that. I'm like, nope, I don't do well with skittish. Right. Yeah, that's true. It's like, yeah. Cause I, I struggle with codependency in relationships and I have to like, if something starts to show up where I'm, I usually kind of wait until like, maybe it's like something's coming up for me. Then I share mm. it. Right. If I'm like mm. talking to somebody and, but finding a way to put it as like, Hey, these are some of the things I'm working on. These are maybe some mm. blind spots or these may, these, I may react this way sometimes because it's really, I'm just going through this. Like if you can become self-aware and communicate that to somebody, I think that's great. And that's really how you find the person who's going to be able to, who wants to still be with you who is like, yeah, that's fine. I got that. Like, it's, it's totally fine. You know, yeah. you find the person who's compatible with you, who will help talk you through it or whatever support you, you need through that. As long as you're not mm. like projecting it onto them or expecting them to fix it for you, you know? Um, and that's the transition. I think in relationships for everyone that's listening is there's something about speaking up and not putting up. Yes. So the energy is very, um, it's already been here because we're in this uh, transformative period, like the planet is transforming. Um, but I think there's something really to be said about how do I speak up, but do it using the Aquarius energy of like, I can do this. It might not be perfect. Yeah. It might not be this. <laughs> it might have a little bit of a bite to it. It's going to be my- messy. My intention is to be as kind as possible. Yes. And I prefer to be as straightforward, straight talking mm. over being kind. Like if I have to pick one, I'll take straight over kind. Right. But Aquarius will always try to do both. As well, I much think it's more, it's but just blunt. I think it's just like blunt communication is more so what it is. And I think it's like, as long as the energy behind it is coming from a place of authenticity where you're just like. Blah, blah, blah. like it's basically just like word vomit. I just need to get this out because if I don't, yeah. it's going to fester. Um, that's more what it is. It's like, if people can usually feel like, even if you say some words that trigger them that, okay, but the energy behind it feels like she wasn't trying to like, she was just wanting to express it. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I think there's, there's also to be said about that is sometimes language can be very triggering for people. I've noticed is like the type of words you use, you know, like some, sometimes people use the word sure. And I like fucking hate it. And I'm I like, the word sure. I'm like, yes it's or no, non-committal. yes or it's, no. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, sure. Like, I like, it sounds like I have to, uh, Carl right. uses it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh, right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that word triggers me. That's just a fucking word. Right. But to them, yeah. it may be yes. Right. <laughs> If it's a yes, yes. That's why the word was invented. That's why I tell Carl. Right, yeah. No and yes Yes. were invented because there's sure's on the fence. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I don't want you to be on the fence. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Family, especially when we look at parenting, extended family. What's your uh, sense? How about that? Especially as a parent, I noticed that sometimes parents- Your voice changed a little bit. You were like, (laughs) so- so, so yes, NPR. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be a nice person now. Um, <laughs> talking about my son. I'm talking about my son. I'm gonna make you feel like I'm the best mom ever, um, <laughs> which I'm not. <laughs> Anyways, um, is we uh, they grow up really fast, right? Or they change really quickly, especially mm-hmm. when they're younger. And I think sometimes 
when people who struggle with change and transition is like we we want to keep treating them as if they're still younger or if they're still in a stage mm -hmm. where it was easier for us to deal with them <laughs> <laughs> you know but i feel like we do that like we do it as parents and i think we do that with our our family too because we our family are our closest we're connected to them since we were born so we want to see them as they were in the past and treat them that way rather than okay, get, get out of that shit. Like if that's happening, there's probably stuff that needs to be healed around that, mm. but like trying to see them for who they are in the present. Right. And not like going back to the past and beating that, like holding things against them. Right. It's like, as long as they made progress or they're like, you know, they're moving along too. Like, I think that that's important to be said because sometimes I think we can project things onto people when there's just an unhealed wound yeah. that needs to, you know, and, and I know I've, do that with my family for sure. <laughs> and I get triggered by my mom like so much. Um, and uh, I think that's also important, uh, especially with family because we're so connected to them and we, because we mm. have so many years of it. And because we sometimes like, if we struggle with change, like we're gonna get that reflected back to us. Like, oh, that person's struggling with changing this about themselves, right? Um, they're our closest reflectors like of mm. what we need to heal within ourselves. So I think, that I, that's the biggest thing I'd say is like, give people also like see for them for where they are in the present moment. Um, and then, but then if you do see that they're maybe they're struggling with something is like, instead of, uh, getting angry at them or like cutting them out or something like that, if you can, if it's safe for you is like, ask them, like, try to support them. Like, Hey, I see this is happening. Like, and having those honest conversations, like, I see this is happening and you're struggling with this. Like, how can mm -hmm. I support you? Or what help can we get you? Maybe it's not you helping them, but like, what outside support can we get you? Because I don't want you to go down this path, you know? And I think for some people, I'd like, to, if you don't mind me adding, mm -hmm. um, if, if I've had, it makes me think of the couple of conversations I've had with clients recently is you might not be the person that can support them. Like yes. they're struggling with maybe addiction or you just they're talking about their wife again about <laughs> what a pain in the ass. And you're like, I've been like worse. I'm yeah. stuck in the hamster wheel with you yep. and I'm starting to judge you. I, mm -hmm. people are pretty gracious, not always, but you know what, if they take it poorly, then, you know, it's on them. Mm -hmm. um, but when you say, Hey, I just don't think I'm your person for this. Like I'm finding myself getting triggered. It's my own stuff's coming up or I just, I want to solve it for you. And you clearly don't want me to solve it. So my suggestion is finding someone who can be a really safe yeah. place for you to share. Cause I can't fix it. Right. I can't help you. And I'm starting, I'm starting to get triggered and yeah. not always, but I would say more often than not, when people have been told that they want someone to care, they totally. want, they want to be listened to in a particular way. They take it pretty well because you're owning your side of the street of saying like, yeah, I yeah. and I think really it, it's you, helpful, but... right? It's helpful. I don't think a lot of the times it's easier to open up to strangers or to people we don't mm. know as well, because they don't see us for our past, right? They don't yeah. know they have, they come in with a clean slate of looking at us like objectively yeah, um, and hearing what we have to say, not from a, an unhealed space, which is what I was saying earlier. It's, it's, um, that's why it's like more to like, okay, I support you and whatever you choose to do. Like, obviously it's not going to be with me, but yeah, you need to find yeah. somebody to talk to. <laughs> totally. Yeah. All right. So then we so, health. Yeah. Um, and then, well, so health to me. Okay. First of all, I was just saying today to the trainers, I was like, listen, we do this jump box. I don't even know the name of it. I don't like it at all. It sounds you know, awful. <laughs> like, yeah. 
three, two and a half, three feet off the ground and you're supposed to just jump up on it. Okay. I am fluffy and I am short. (laughs) And I was like, and I, and I was telling them like, oh gosh, coming in here. I said, that thing is prejudiced against because they don't care if it's prejudice against oh i know fluffy people because you're there to be less fluffy but short people for sure yes <laughs> and i was just saying like ah like so clearly i am never well i'm let me just say never i'm currently not going to be like this is how you have a healthy lifestyle yeah because but i do know finding your own space in it yeah and for me it's finding I'm big, big believer in moving because it moves energy, like not only health benefits, but there's energy stuck in our bodies. And I just talked to a client I'm like, and who's really grieving, um, with a sick, uh, partner. And I was like, you need to move this grief. Like I could feel it's getting stuck in your body. And then there's other times when, you know, sometimes, um, in winter, you, there's this hibernating going in, but we still have emotions. We yeah. still have energy that we need to move. So ha- just be thoughtful about like, how do I move this? And, and am I moving it? Like I've always been known as a runner, but I want to do something a little bit more gentle Then look at that. Yeah. Or I've had knee issues and I've always biked. Okay. Maybe I'm going to swim or yoga. Like, but I would invite you remember Aquarius energy is think outside the box, mm-hmm. try something different, be curious. And same with yeah. like eating, be yeah. curious. And if you can, I also, I don't know why I'm getting this, but it's like a, I'm downloading um, <laughs> is I just see like more also inviting more seasonal. Like there's mm. something around the planet earth, giving us seasonal food. Right. Cause it's really like, imp- that's what we're supposed to eat during that time. Right. There's a reason that it only like survives during this time of year, that kind of thing, except if you're in California. (laughs) We just did what was perfect, Libra. Like, so consider that with seasonal food and you're like, see, because that's the food you should eat because that's what's surviving at this time. Exactly. So you just guys, Aquarius. I "I need to put it straight to them, Erin, because you're going to fluff around it. (laughs) I'm going to fluff around. Is just inviting you to stretch what you think you like. Yeah, yeah to like, well, maybe I'll try that. Like, um, I butternut squash. I like the soup, but I just cooked it. I did smaller. I, mean, I cut it smaller. So it wasn't so overpowering. And I mixed it in with uh, Brussels sprouts. I mm, loved it. That sounds good because it overpowered everything else I've had made before that. I right. was like, oh, it really does have sweet. a, yeah, it's, it's, I'm not a fan of the sweet, uh, like veggies, veggies. Like I'm not, I'm like veggies need to be See savory yeah Yeah. savory (laughs) so it's just something to look at so every so just what is healthy to say for you yeah okay and now our my favorite spiritual spiritual self-growth well what's your what's your 411 to give them oh boy um don't fuck it up bethany i know right i'm just like fuck eminem's song is you know if he knows when you like look up like if you like look up or like to the sides it's like you trying to figure something out Yes, Did I go you, left when I read people. So when I'm connected okay. with my intuition, my eyeballs what, go right. to the left. What it? What do okay, yours go? I think that's the same. I go like when I'm trying to tune in, I look to the yeah, left. Okay. Yeah, And my dad, when I was little, would look above his head. He's like, "What are you looking at?" 
mess with me like all the time. And I was like, uh, I don't, I, I, so I would be like, uh, shit. Like how do I, dad? it totally like made my brain freeze. Like, oh yeah. Cause he's like interrupting your process. You're like, just let me do my thing. You dick face. I adore him, but what a I shitty know. thing. Right? He just got to call it out because probably because yeah. it makes him feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Right? He would, and he would tease me until like, finally I was like, until I started becoming intuitive or noticing. Yeah. Like, Dad, did you know I look up because people have, and I had to explain the brain science behind yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, oh, okay. I was like, well, that was all I had to do. <laughs> What's funny is that he wasn't even trying to like he be a dick. It was just like, he just likes to poke fun. I feel like totally That's just, like, just poke the bear. I'm just, I'm just going to poke you because it's fun. Kingston does that shit. I fucking hate it. Anyways. um, (laughs) uh, But I love him. Anyways. um, (laughs) You use the voice again. I did because I have to tell. I have. That's my like. I'm a a good mom voice. I promise. Like, yeah, I I love my son. But I also like sometimes he's a little dick. Dick. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And that's not okay to say. She's an asshole. Right. People don't feel like people feel like they're going to be labeled as bad parents if they say that. I feel like that's an honest parent. Like everyone has their moments. You see the worst of your children, you know, the best and the worst you're going to see it. So you can admit that sometimes they're little dicks. (laughs) Yeah. And I match my daughter asshole for asshole. I'm really good. Right. There you go. Me too. And this segues into spiritual growth, which is (laughs) admitting that people are dicks is also (laughs) spiritual. (laughs) Yeah. Like being honest, love and light, right. It's honesty. It's like, truth it's it's like humans we struggle in in this world and we fuck up sometimes or we do things that are not we make mistakes and we have to learn from them that's what spirituality is that's spiritual growth it's like it's not going to be just like i love everybody and i'm so nice to everybody and i'm never gonna tell you to fuck off or whatever it Mm -hmm. is i'm never gonna get angry that's not that's not spiritual growth it's embracing all of it and that's really Mm. what I where I was going is this year has shown me how to hold all of it at once I think we go back and forth like we compartmentalize like we go through our negative stuff and we kind of oh I gotta look on the positive but like I've been really working on how do I feel and hold all of it at the same time right it's Mm. and not switching back and forth it's like everything is existing in this moment like with our conversation you know like last week is like I could easily feel and see both sides of it and neither was good or bad or whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe one side was like a little bit more dark and one was a little bit more light, but it was like, neither was right or wrong. It was just like, this is just what's happening right now. And what is it showing me? Right. It's like not, not getting fixated on the situation. It's more of like, what is it showing me and where I need to grow myself? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I think is happening this year too, is like, not getting so caught up in politics and COVID and like all this shit. It's like, what is it on a larger scale showing you about your life and where you need to take better care of yourself or where you need to step up and make some changes, you know, and not getting fixated on the details of what's happening. Yeah. And, and I think too is, or if you get something does hit you in a way that it's like, Ooh, is also being like, okay, where can I springboard this? Where does this keep me in fear? Yeah. Or where is there something that I could embrace or shift in myself or in my environment? And I and I see spiritual growth is the more you listen to yourself and the more you align your life to your own truth, right? Authentic, your own purpose, you can hear your inner knowing it's there's a faith that other people in other people, 
Mm-hmm. I, you know, um, Brene Brown's my person today, but she was talking <laughs> about, I was listening to her interview, Dolly Parton. Oh yeah. Who's a Capricorn. Oh, okay. um, Brene Brown's a Scorpio. I, I Google almost fucking everyone. It's yeah. really a problem, I think. <laughs> I love it. And then people ask me, and I'm like, I don't know. Let's look them up. <laughs> um, so what I um, what she said was, Brene Brown did, is she said, listen, people, she didn't start with listen, but she was saying people that have um, expect the best in others have actually the strongest boundaries. Mm. So when you have strong boundaries, like this is who I am. This is what I believe. It doesn't mean you force it on others. It's just your own. It's like decorating your house. This is, I like my house the way it is. I like how I want to organize it. This is what my priority of what I take care of. I'm not going to go into your house and tell you how to do it. Right. But I'm not going to let someone come into my house and tell me I'm doing it wrong because I feel good about this. Totally. And I feel like that's what the invitation is, is when we have those strong boundaries like who we are we get clarity and we do our own work to know what we need and want yeah and line ourselves up with our truth and our purpose we actually believe in people more mm-hmm. we actually believe in kindness the more we are scared of ourselves or uncertain with ourselves that is what we see in others is yeah can i trust him if yeah. i don't trust myself it is very unlikely i'm gonna be okay trusting you yeah and I think for me, that's the energy of this transition is to embrace who you are and what you are in a deeper level so that you actually can have more peace, more faith, more um, joy and love yeah. in your experiences with yourself and, and outside of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Oh, well, thank you. Um, <laughs> I was just like sitting here listening to like you were like preaching. I'm in church. Was it a little soapboxy? No, it wasn't. I liked it. All right. right. Um, Yeah. Well, I think, uh, do you have anything else to say to wrap it up? No. We're we're good there. I think what I'm excited is I'm excited. You're excited. That that one was excited. Okay. It was. Um, We're going to, so stay tuned because you're listening for intuitive hits where Bethany are going to plot the cards and we're going to start with. We'll go with Sag. I don't know. We'll decide. Perhaps yeah, we're, we're going to do each sign. So we're and, reading all of you guys. You guys yeah. get to be our intuitive hits special guests. Yeah. Well, so I mean, listen, collectively. <laughs> yes. So listen, because we will talk about how this energy, um, how you could personalize it for yourself. So that's all, yes. folks. Yeah. And just to be clear, I did not have to pee last time. Ah. But <laughs> I had to say something about it. That was so fucking funny. I, I forgot. Aaron, okay, I have to pee literally every time after we record because I drink a lot of liquid and I hadn't clicked stop recording and Aaron goes, did you have, do you have to pee? <laughs> and I had my head down looking and making sure, okay, we hit all our notes and I'm like, do you have to pee? And then I looked up and like one second, then I saw the recording. I was like, oh shit. I was like, Aaron, that was on the recording. But just <laughs> and if then, you guys were wondering, I didn't actually, so. Yeah, but I bet you a million bucks she's going to pee before intuitive hits. I do have to pee right now. So thank she's you She's a pee-pee mama. Okay, Ian, if you, oh, here's how you could help us out. Oh yeah. This is where we suck. Um, we, um, we're getting better at it. Yes, yes. So if you can like our show, subscribe, which is different than just listen, I think. Yeah. And rate us yes. and recommend us. 
So if you can rate us, we would so appreciate it no matter what you're using, Spotify, um, iTunes. Oh, I can't think of anything else, right. but there's others. Most um, people are using Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. But yeah, yes. anywhere you're listening. You can rate, just scroll yeah. down, you'll see stars mm-hmm. and then write a comment, like even better. And we love to repost those. Whenever people rate us, we love to repost, shout out. Yeah. And if you rate us, we will probably DM you and say, hey, do you want to be on Intuitive Hits? Yes. So rate us and tag us, send us to someone and say, hey, you'll like this because um, that's how you yeah. can let us know. Exactly. And uh, follow us on Instagram, me at Empowering Authenticity, Aaron at The Real Aaron Pruitt. And <laughs> You can DM us to also say if you want to be on Intuitive Hits because um, we yes. both are on there every day. And that's where we, I think we do the majority of our posting. Um, totally. And uh, yeah, if you want to book a session with us, all like visit us on Instagram too because all of our information is there. Totally. Yeah. All right. Thanks, all right. guys. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.